0: From the creator of Soul Light Inc. and A Course in Freedom, this is The Optimized Mind. I'm Lawrence Lanoff, and I'm your host. Today, we're going to explore a possibility of a concept that I had about why Donald Trump, for example, is a climate denier. This is a lot like... uh, You know, it's like the birther movements, it's these kind of conspiracy-oriented theories about why or how things are and how they operate, and and my intention today is to give you a little bit of um, some of what I would call my dirty thinking about what people's intentions are in the face of science. The problem in life is what you believe that's incorrect. Life is filled with spiritual bait that is trying to take you in an infinite number of directions, all of which will lead you to the same place, which is nowhere. Things in life that cause us genuine shame and guilt are because we're asking the wrong question. Because if you're dealing with reality, all of the things you've been struggling with, maybe around sex, body, self-esteem, depression, all of those things begin to drop away when you see life clearly. are you upgrading your life with? Are you upgrading your life with more BS? More belief systems? Or are you upgrading your life with reality? The future you will never be unless you change right now. Hey, welcome back. It's Lawrence. So today I'm sharing an idea, something that uh, actually has been troubling to me because as we're at the time of recording this, we've been faced with several natural disasters. The earthquakes in Mexico and a whole bunch of hurricanes just really coming just full force. Now, couple things, a little bit of background here. Um, First of all, let's talk a smidge about conspiracy. So I have some very smart friends, very smart people who deeply believe in conspiracies. And I think at the end of the day, religion religion is basically a great conspiracy theory. And I think conspiracy theory itself really points to the fact that our brains are... um, severely diminished when it comes to our capacity to understand, um, this over that real from not real. And this is a, this is a, a, a global problem. I mean, this is a really an evolutionary problem. It's like, it's like through, um, uh, the way our brains work, they're extremely susceptible to thoughts and ideas and memes and stories and symbols um and this creates a this creates a fascinating problem because though the brain is it's an epic epic piece of machinery the reality is we're so deeply limited by our symbolic capacity and of course this ends up limiting everything from um how we deal with relationships, how we think about money, how we think about sex, how we think about our bodies, because um, because we have this this like massive meat limitation, like like the meat itself, the the goo of the brain is being limited. There's there's like a, a structural restriction on, uh, against it. And it's this inability to perceive real from not real, um, the inability to think critically this these are there are certain prefrontal cortex skills which have to be learned, and uh, we right now are not you know these are not skills we're teaching anybody in the world. One of the reasons we're not teaching that is religion itself because religion thrives off of this uh kind of inefficiency in our brain this limitation in our brain the our belief in symbols our belief in ideals all of this is there it's great on one hand in building culture but right now it's really taking a very strong hand towards destroying culture too and that's that is often the paradox of innovation the very thing that is the big innovation at first can become the thing can become the thing that becomes a destructive force. It doesn't have to be. Um, but in this case, we really need, there there hasn't really been anything that's come along that said, hey, um, here's the new innovation, the new software upgrade. So we're basically using, to put it in modern day terms, we're using a biblical software, i.e. the gooey, squishy stuff where people read the Quran and they read the Bible and they read the Old Testament. And these things are really, these things are really just things of our past. These are, these are things which have no part in a modern day, but these are the, that's the operating systems we developed. And it just seems like, um, we're, we've been stuck there for a couple thousand years now. That's nothing in geological time. It's honestly a couple thousand years is not, it's not that much in human time, but this this sticking point that we have this kind of agricultural bump in the road where where we needed to develop mythologies to control people desires you know to sort of um domesticate people these these controls are on the brain these controls are the things that have really um turned us into a, an, an unusual creature because we, we really are facing our own life, our own extinction in some ways. And yet our beliefs are just, you know, they don't, they're just irrelevant. So that old software, the software of the Old Testament, um, is, is really hindering our evolution. There are, you know, some people who are starting to see and feel the limitations and maybe they're pushing certain directions, but, uh, but basically we're, we're still living with the software, the operating system of, of a system that's like, you know, tens of thousands of years old, but really was refined about 8,000 years ago. And the, the water Delta of the Nile where agriculture first got its roots and that that is uh what you and i are are facing sort of this initial initial printing of ideas to build cultures stable cultures that could grow and we're now stuck living with that in a modern world and the the limitations of that thinking biblical thinking if you will or tribal thinking or uh symbolic thinking are are really starting to impinge on on everybody's well-being especially when somebody gets in power who is really lost in that old world so let's talk about uh let's just talk about first of all a couple things so Step one, or idea one, is that there is this underlying belief in belief, or an underlying inability to determine real from not real. This is evidenced, as I'm recording this, by the way, it is the 23rd... (laughs) It is the 23rd of September, and there was a prediction that today would be the end of the world... I came out on Facebook just to make sure it was cemented in the blockchain of Facebook that um, my prediction about what was going to happen, i.e. the world would not end and the reason I did that, I said just have some friends who are stuck and trapped and live in fear every day about this symbolic software belief system of the Bible but they're all the same, like all these religious texts are the same, they're They're kind of the understanding of thousands of years ago. And yet we, our brains really just, we don't have another way to think about things. Like once that operating system is in place, it's really, really difficult to shift it. So now we cut to a president who, who, uh, well, you can see my earlier episode to see where he came from, but basically lives in a world of like, Hey, if you can believe it, it must be, you know, you can conceive it um like anything is possible kind of world and and of course when you're you know a white guy with millions and billions of dollars and you are a celebrity um yeah the world basically does mostly what you want it to do um that but that's like that is the most outlier of outliers of outliers so that's a bit of a you know it's kind of a weird thing when the the white guy with billions is like anybody can be anything it's very 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 out of touch but that's the world he grew up in and that's the world he has lived in and it's um it's a it's a strange one because it's not based in any kind of reality of any kind <laughs> it's just so so let's talk a little bit about that. So what are what are some of the influences? Um, and really what I woke up with this morning in the middle of the night, I was like, wow, okay, here's the big, the big idea. The big, the big idea is that maybe all this conservative politics, all this stuff is really about, um, about Jesus coming back. Like at the end of the day, everybody, I think I'm, I don't, I don't know about uh um I don't know about the predictions of every religious text but they all have predictions they all have versions of Armageddon cuz they all come from the same place and they all basically believe that natural disasters are god punishing them and that a lot of the extremist religions Um, certainly some of the, the real extreme Islam came out of the, um, I, I believe it was the Mount Krakatoa eruption, like in the 1400s. Um, I'm sure one of you can Google that and do a little research, but there was a, there was a catastrophic, uh, volcano and basically you know, Islam was pretty, it was not as conservative as it is now. And basically it was kind of pretty, pretty free to some degrees. And then when that eruption came, the religious leaders were like, oh, this is God punishing us and telling us we need to be more conservative and basically wipe out the West and Western ideals. So, um, that, kind of thinking this these things come from this like um you know the sense that that god is giving us feedback and opportunities to choose him of course um over you know, all the the devil and all this other stuff going on. And when we make bad choices, we get punished with natural disasters. And then people who believe will be saved and people who aren't will be, you know, whatever, sent to hell. So this is pretty standard mythological scripture, you know, doomsday scenarios with good people going to heaven or you know getting to fuck virgin's and bad people um, you know going to hell and these these ideals are strong clearly strong and powerful cuz we have an entire globe believing in them and and even the new age movements all these kind of new age progressive like evolutionary supposedly evolutionary movements are really just variations on the same thing they just File off the serial number as they replace Jesus with the universe, and they're still sexually repressive to women. They still slut shame. They still control sexuality. They try to focus on the heart and not the pussy and the cock. They try to focus on, uh, you know, evolution and transcending and all this crap that uh, is all made up. It's Buddhism has it. it really, every really, every religion contains the same four ideas. And uh and we're we're stuck with these obviously. So I was thinking about, you know, why the end of the world, why are my new age you know, really my new age friends, why are they celebrating dancing? They're just like, "Yay, the end of the world is coming. Woohoo." And obviously they think that they're you know, they're somehow going to be saved as any religious group thinks it's going to be saved it's the chosen people so i was like this seems so weird like you know people are dying getting crushed to death in mexico people are getting wiped out by the hurricanes and you know and my new age friends are celebrating thinking that they're so enlightened and so amazing that you know, they're the chosen ones and they're going to be saved. And it's just, it's just a very bizarre, like that's, that's the problem with religion like this us and them thing. And yet we have this, um, this really common enemy, if you will, called global warming. And that sucker's coming. It doesn't matter. You know, you're conservative Christian who believes humans can't change the domain of God, i.e. the earth. You're going to cook and suffer just like everybody else um, with the stupidity of our belief systems. But that won't matter because they have an additional belief system, which is that Jesus will come and save them at the end. Or even if they do die, but they don't believe they will, uh, they'll, they'll go to heaven. And so what occurred to me in thinking dirty about this and waking up in the middle of the night, I was like, oh, wow, these, what may be going on here and why... The conservative approach has been so. Why the Republican Party, why, you know, Donald Trump, his core, you know, the EPA advisors, like the head of the EPA is like, no, oh, there is no global warming. Why would that be? And on one hand, they may just be ignorant. They may truly believe, hey, it's this is what the Bible says. So it's true. Um, that may be it may be simple as that but it also occurred to me it could be an unconscious drive towards a push towards armageddon and that this all this stuff with like nuclear fire and brimstone that like kim jong un is pushing and donald trump is pushing and you know hey global warming isn't real but but global warming you don't need scripture like all this these this like this idiot who who um uh, came along and said hey the 23rd will be the end of the world cuz you know i figured it out in scripture like that's just that's called post hoc ergo proper hoc that's just a cognitive bias that he's suffering from i can't really i mean i really shouldn't even call him an idiot he's just he's truly suffering from the limitations of his brain um but it 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 just gets frustrating that you know that whether he believes it and maybe he doesn't because what I also noticed is that guy has uh, 15 books on on Amazon little ebooks that he's selling and I'm sure he's sold millions of copies because he got basically front page news in the the, uh, Washington Post so here's a guy who's marketing books comes up with the craziest most outlandish things he probably believes his own bullshit but uh, but at the end of the day, de facto, he sells a ton of books. So, you know, if you really believe the the world is going to end, give your books away for free and give your money to me. I'll take it. Um, the second piece here is that what happens is like Donald Trump, for example, um, who is a true believer, You know he's He may be thinking And his advisors may be thinking Much like George Bush thought That starting a war in Iraq Would lead to the second coming of Jesus He truly believed that That's what his advisors were telling him That's what the His religious and spiritual advisors I forgot this guy's name What was the He was the guy who everybody would go to All these presidents go to Um, and he was just this like, you know, psycho born again, Christian, but with a big following and all the presidents would go consult this guy. And this guy was convinced Jesus was coming. And that's part of what started the war with Saddam Hussein. You just make up whatever you want to get Jesus to come back. So we're stuck in the Middle East. We're now you know, throwing nuclear weapons or the thought of nuclear weapons around with North Korea. And we have this common enemy, which is really global warming, which is going to do more damage to humans than probably anything else. I mean, certainly it's going to have more power than, you know, any kind of small nuclear episode. I mean, these things are you know, the the volume of famine and potential volume of famine, cities underwater, overcrowding, underfeeding, polluted water, temperatures that will become unsurvivable. Um, that's all coming. And yet we're just pretending like it isn't with a belief system that, uh, you know, like, hey, Jesus will... You know, Deus, Deus ex machina. You know Jesus will magically pull us from the clutches of destruction. And the reality is that ain't gonna be happening. So, is it that conservative people, religious people, don't believe in global warming, or is it that they are trying to usher in? the second coming of Jesus, the Christ. I'm beginning to think it's the latter. I'm beginning to think that they're just like, ah, the Bible predicted all these signs. We're the good people. We're in the know. So we're not afraid. And so let the earth do what it does because this isn't people doing this. This is God doing this to prepare us for heaven do you you see the magic trick there so i don't believe in global warming i believe that men create can run you know have the dominion of the plants and the animals and all that stuff but god has the dominion of the earth therefore men cannot affect the you know the atmosphere and the planet as a whole that's God's domain, and we're way too, it would be way too narcissistic and presumptuous to think that men, humble men, could affect the planet, God's sphere. That's way too narcissistic. But it's not too narcissistic to believe that we have a front row seat to the end of the world, the greatest event in human history, that we are going to be there, and that since men are not doing it, it's really God doing all this stuff to prepare the righteous people for heaven. That's the magic trick, right? You see the bait and switch. It's like I'm making up a problem. I'm making up a situation that isn't real, and I'm saying that the situation that I made up proves that what I made up is real. (laughs) So... (laughs) That's the, that's the bait and switch. Now, whether that's happening consciously or unconsciously, I'm not positive, but that is what we're faced with. So, so basically evidence, scientific evidence for global warming, all the predictions that, you know, scientists, I mean, I I heard the first global science warning um, from somebody who started thinking heavily about this in the, I believe it was in the 1970s. Um, but some of those early climate scientists, they just looked at the situation and they were horrified and they were like, this thing is coming, but it was so far at the edges and so irrelevant to people. It just sat there and scientists suck at communicating big ideas. So that's the other thing. But the thing we're faced with now is, is, you know, that those predictions, have been pretty solid and of course, right on, but if you're from a conservative religious or conservative um, electoral perspective like a- Repu- you know conservative republican, you're not believing in science because the Bible is all the science you need, and The predictions that global warming scientists were making are just from their perspective. If I really believe God is doing all this stuff from their perspective, they truly look at the scientists and believe that the scientists are post hoc, ergo proper hoc. In other words, the scientists are trying to find science to explain what God is doing to cleanse humanity. So we basically are living in a culture where Islam, Christianity, Buddhism, in its way, you're seeing this play out with Buddhists fighting Islam. um, These really batshit crazy religions. Now, their religions are really just a reflection of our inability to parse out reality from illusion and delusion, This, these things are on a collision course. And yet, in this sense, it really reminds me of Game of Thrones. You know, you have all these people fighting each other, and really the common enemy is, is happening. Um, it's called, you know, it's climate change. And the the problem that we have right now is that the religious metaphors that help that have formatted the brains and help human brains make sense of reality. Those metaphors don't believe in physical reality. They believe in the unseen world. And in the unseen world, this unseen world is the world that is leading us to some kind of, uh, you know, second coming and cleansing and so they don't really care what happens in the physical dimension and you know people kill themselves in the name of religion every day and and in the name of in that name that that is what guides us into our uh you know into the decisions we make and then we're just forced to face and live within the constraints of the human mind, which is, which believes in this incredible nonsense. So, as you think about what's happening, just understand that is the limitations of the human brain that are leading us to, you know, really leading us to a, a right now, a pathway of self destruction. And I don't actually have an answer to this. Like, I don't have an answer except that the human brain needs an upgrade, the operating system needs. An upgrade in religion is not the answer to that. Uh, Reality, science, critical thinking, but none of those have worked thus far. So we're going to need a different kind of thinking. And that's part of what the Optimized Mind podcast is all about. But right in this moment, I actually don't have an answer to this, but I did want to express what I see as the major problem so that's all for now thanks for listening everybody feel free to share this podcast and we will continue the discussion I'll see you in the next show Thank you for listening to The Optimized Mind. My goal with this program is to continue to share ideas, concepts, thoughts that help you challenge your own beliefs. And belief systems that allow you to be more free. Because freedom starts in the mind. And as our society has become more complicated, our moral goalposts keep moving and they are harder and harder to attain, which is fine if we believe our rewards are in heaven. But if we don't believe that, we're faced with a dilemma. How do we free our minds of the beliefs that are ineffective or untrue? We focus on the things that make us feel good, we feel in our power and in our flow and freedom. That is what this show is about. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And do know that it takes a certain amount of work to free your mind. That's just what it is because we're countering fear and lack of critical thinking and a lot of confusing information around there, especially around our bodies. So thank you for joining me. Let's cool this planet by cooling our minds and our beliefs and focusing more and more on clarity and reality until the next time this is lawrence thanks so much have a beautiful day wherever you are on planet earth and i will see you in the next show thanks for listening